0: Pigeons 420, Mr. Grow It, and Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, from the Stash Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? Do you want to get your hands on the latest From the Stash merch? Check the links below, get the From the Stash store, and go check to see the latest drop We appreciate all the support, as always, and we will check you in the next epi. And a huge shout out to Flava for sponsoring today's video. If you're looking for that one secret sauce to help increase yield, average THC, and terpene profile, you're going to want to use Flava. Flava is a polymer-based solution that will help your plant uptake nutrients to the most effective manner and help hold those nutrients so that your plant has no issues in uptaking those nutrients. In an independent test, Flava was found to increase yield by twelve percent, the average THC percentage by fourteen percent, and the average terpene percentage by a hundred and eighteen percent. This is the secret sauce that you're missing in your garden. So don't wait. Go get yourself some Flava. Use the links below and promo code THESTASH to save a few dollars off at checkout and thank them for being a sponsor of today's video.
1: AC Infinity is also sponsoring this episode. Use discount code the stash 15 for a discount on any of their products. AC Infinity is well known to have some of the highest quality gardening equipment on the market today. They have everything from grow lights, grow tents, inline fans, oscillating fans, smart controllers, and so much more. Visit their website at ACinfinity.com and don't forget to use discount code the stash 15 to save on any of their products. Yo, everyone,
0: good to see you, boys. Going out, Mm -hmm. welcome. Some guests in the house here today, special guests. guests. What up, y'all? What's up? Good to see you, boys. Wow, what a pleasure to have you guys on the show. I I have to admit, I've been following you guys for a very long time. Uh, I think the first time I saw you guys, uh, you were on the uh grow table or the round table round oh, table yeah, that was a few years ago if i may
2: oh, wow. <laughs> yeah that was a really cool show
0: yeah it was man and i i you can almost say that this show is kind of like a a fruition or a kind of uh um a response or insp- inspired by the, grow yeah, table. Yeah, yeah. the
2: next evolution yeah. yeah, no doubt yeah that's what's yeah. up. We've been watching your guys' stuff a lot since we started getting ready to do the chat, especially because we've had a couple of weeks since it took to get <laughs> to get here. So you guys got some really cool videos out there, too.
3: Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate yeah. It. Yeah, you.
2: Yeah, man. It's super dope. You got all kinds of dope stuff I was watching.
3: Yeah, yeah, we've been doing it for a while collectively. We got our own channels and stuff, Cannabis Lifestyle, Mr. Grow It, and Pigeon 420 obviously came together. And something more I think this community has been missing is that camaraderie and that unity amongst the the people they look at on the internet so to speak and i think it's working really well man we're seeing that changing the game in terms of in terms of like vibes and and energy but also in actions and inspiration so like i love what you guys are doing like i was saying beforehand and and the creativity on top of obviously the plant and everything but if we go too much further maybe we let the people who aren't familiar with you know a little bit about yourselves
4: oh yeah no doubt yeah well i mean (laughs) There's a lot to say, I guess. You know, we've been uh, into the the cannabis culture, this whole game with, uh, with growing and music side of it for a long time now. Um, we started, I think our first seed was uh, back in about 2006, 2007, when we first had our very first plants. And from there, it really just took off. We had a, a deep love and passion for the plant. And uh, growing up here in Mendocino County in the Emerald Triangle, we were really blessed to be surrounded by a lot of Uh, OGs and the people that have been doing it long before us so we started learning a lot of stuff right off the bat uh, early and we had fun growing big plants we're out here in a spot that we could do this so we started growing monster plants um, intertwining our music with this whole cannabis culture really uh, you know taking our music out into the garden you know after years of putting out music we wanted to kind of incorporate things as deep as we could with the cannabis culture you know being inspired by musicians like cypress hill and you know cottonmouth kings and these different people who've been repping weed for a long time we wanted to kind of come into the game and do something new and really represent for the farmers and the people up in the hills that are putting in work growing these gardens so it is definitely it's been trippy you know it's evolved into such a big movement the whole planters of the trees the cannabis culture and uh we're just so happy to be still doing this and uh, still just standing our ground and trying to survive in this crazy weed game
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I heard about you guys uh, from your YouTube channel. I mean, you guys have a massive YouTube channel now, over 133,000 subscribers. I'm looking at it right now. And I mean, you mentioned the massive trees you're growing. I remember seeing uh, you guys were really rapping out there in between the trees. Yeah. Set up a booth there. I thought it was (laughs) so cool, so unique. Nobody's ever done that before. And uh, you guys are killing it. So um, I definitely think that we should get into kind of your growth style outdoors. How are you guys growing these massive trees? Like, what's the what's the secret sauce you guys are doing out there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you
2: know, <laughs> a main the, one of the big s- secret sauces, you know, is just the, the the where we're at. You know, our our terroir, the ground that we have, and the um, the climate. just the climate of being like semi close to the ocean and being really hot. We got really cold nights, and um, the soil's just really good here, just naturally too. So it's like that's a that's a pretty big upper hand. There's a nice amount of growers out there, you guys involved, that are like take it very seriously and are really good growers that we could just imagine what some of you guys could do also out here if you had as patch in mendo. It's like <laughs> you do all <laughs> the tricks that you guys are doing on your gardens, it would be crazy to see out here. So it's like that's a that's one big big advantage. Even this year, you know, we tried to kind of keep our plants a little bit um a little smaller than normal we had them in smaller pots when we transplanted them outside and they still just got huge like doesn't take all that much for a especially a seed start that's really happy to just flourish out here and just rip the, the last few days even like maybe two weeks they've grown another foot or so it's just like they just never seem to stop especially this time of year it's, and we go up there pretty often but was, we're not up there every day it's not at our house you know so we go up every other day every three days and it's a big difference every time we go up there it's oh, yeah. just awesome. really organic you know everything's super organic we don't push the plants at all to try to do um, a lot of crazy things we'll we'll drop a lot of dry amendment food and teas and different microorganism stuff and and let the plant eat when it wants to eat and it has this kind of ample amount of of poop and all kinds of stuff mixed in there and they just really rip with with just organic methods it's it's so cool to see the yields that you get besides how big the plants get but also how chunky the buds can get um just
4: without doing any chemicals yeah just having good solid genetics like it comes down to like you know good genetics can perform so great organically and like very cleanly like fed and, and taken care of it's a, it's not something that you have to pump with chemicals and boosters to make really big buds like good genetics perform great when they're treated right so it's been just definitely like a trifecta of stuff with the climate the the way that we grow, the genetics that we use and the timing too. It definitely comes down to timing with these. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well you That's can't on, deny Sorry, uh, go ahead, Chris. I was gonna
1: say I know you guys uh have your own genetics or at least did a collaboration with Subcool back in the day and Mendo Dope was the strain. I actually grew one of those out. I was gifted seeds from MV med Medgrow shout out to him oh, yeah. and uh yeah he gifted it to me and then I grew it out amazing smoke <laughs> really really good smoke so awesome. do you guys have your own genetics line or was that just like a one off thing with subcool or, or what
4: that uh, yeah that that was what kicked off the whole breeding project for us like working with subcool over the years he wanted wanted us to get into breeding for a while and like we were just always so just into the growing side of the plants and doing our music stuff that we just didn't want to dive into the breeding side yet but he kept pushing it at us and we kept looking at him doing it and watching projects and it intrigued us to want to get into it more and uh with the that the first project that we did was with subcool with the it was a special cut of locomotion that we had found and he chose to use his corkle male to make the cross so that was like the the birth of us actually starting to make genetics and it was to do it with subcool it meant so much to us and it was such like a a huge thing to have been working with him for so long, doing so much stuff, growing his genetics for so long, and then to collab and create a strain together that got us into wanting to breed more and creating our own lines. So that was the first one, and then from there we've dropped two different lines so far, and we're in the works of creating some new stuff, but we're really trying to be very picky with what we use, and we're searching right now.
2: Yeah, it's funny, even in the beginning when we made the mental dope strain with Sub. He talked about making a strain for a while and we should have our own metal dope strain and we're like that that would be so cool and we just kept thinking what the fuck strain are we gonna do like i don't know what cross like we want a kush strain do we want a fruit strain do we want like what do we even want like we like varieties so much that we don't have a set strain that we always really go to like for long periods of time so we didn't know what the hell we wanted to cross to make a mental dope strain so we kind of had to let sub pick it for us yep the locomotion everyone loved so much and it was so pretty it had such crazy pink and purple hairs and it has that burnt rubber tangerine uh orange kind of smell thing and it's just it was so we had to let go and <laughs> let sub make our first strain yeah. <laughs> get it out of our our like thoughts and then we after that couple years later it was a little we have a we've always had a stable of mothers so we it was kind of easy to say like these mothers are ones we've liked for a long time let's just cross all these up so now we've kind of done that and crossed everything that we've had in our stable for a little bit and now we're like wondering what we're going to do next it's it's like i don't want to follow the the hype and do everything that's that's out there right now because there's so much of it with the runts and gelatos and everything so it's trying to find something new that that is like Different than everyone else has is is going to be the next step now.
0: And how do you how do you top that, man? You, you couldn't have picked a better guy to partner with, if I may. You know, and the original yeah, album. it was really you know,
2: cool, was really, really cool. How I would just how uh, meeting sub at a cannabis cup, one of the first cannabis cups out here, um getting him a CD, and then him actually liking the music and talking to him more, and then going up to his house and hanging out with him at his own house, and him coming to our house and stuff. It was so crazy how like the couple years that we started getting to be friends how how much we we were um were just flicked so good and had so much fun times with him yeah so, so many
0: of his streams started with your guys's music on, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah once,
2: once you got on it and it's no one ever did that for <laughs> us we were trying to get music out you know for quite a few years and he was the first one that had
4: a following especially and that shared yeah. it like crazy amount oh, yeah man. we were so, so grateful when sub was playing the music like it meant so much to us like how like it really introduced our music to a whole culture of people that we had never been able to break into yet because like for a while during our first years in the music industry and stuff like we were working with some gangster rappers you know we we came up in the game with reek daddy and and these cats out from like Vallejo from the crest side so our once we started transitioning into like a Really focus on what we were doing, like putting our lifestyle into the music of like real cannabis culture, being farmers. Like it's time to put it all on the line and talk about what we're really doing. We're not gonna sugarcoat it anymore, we're just gonna let it go. And like to have Sub help actually introduce that to people to start hearing it and from there like to build such a cool relationship with Sub and and to learn so much from him and like it was such an amazing journey. You know, we missed Sub so much. He was a long
0: live the Weed Nerd Nation, man. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, he, he, went real one.
0: he went
2: hard. He Went hard from the very beginning on the on the forums and stuff. It's crazy what he did before any of us thought about putting ourselves on blast. Like we, yeah, I'm right. He for sure helped help you know, get us to start showing our gardens because we yeah. grew for quite a few years before we ever uh put a, any pictures out there or any yeah. video, especially.
4: We are real uh, cautious about it before about putting so much stuff out there. We had just a few pictures, but watching subs videos then having him come out and film and like seeing like the reaction of people getting to see our garden and like see how much love there was and how stoked people were and like wanting to learn from it like he it was, it was such a motivation for us to get into that and especially after when we were raided you know like that that hit us so hard and they wanted to knock us down to do so little from what we were doing that we're like okay like now let's like really get into this filming st- side of it and show everything and and so that sparked a whole you know, the whole How to Grow series that we kicked off on YouTube that built the whole thing that we had going. So it's super trippy. It's crazy. It's really
0: a testament to how integral or, or in, how important the connection of our community really is. You know, like, yeah, we, we only have ourselves. We only have the community, you know, nobody else wants us, you know, so if we don't. Yep. It's a little bit uh, aggressive, but it's, you know, it's, it's the truth, you know, so seeing the connection between you guys, uh, if it wasn't for Subcool and it wasn't for you guys and it wasn't for, you know, the OG boys and the roundtable, it's like, I don't even know I would be here. You know, so yeah. I owe a lot of what I have to, to you guys and to your path and journey. So hats off, man. It's uh, it's an incredible story. And man, w- I can totally see us diving into this on a whole other, a whole other range. Yeah. <laughs> <especially laughs> all day, you know, some over yeah. some beers and some bowls. Um, yeah, toasted. So, yeah, right. You guys have an incredible schedule. You guys are so busy. I'm kind of curious how you guys manage life. And such an incredible garden. Like, you guys, the plants speak for themselves. Wink was kind of showing them earlier. They're monsters. What what does it take to manage life and and an incredible garden to that scale?
2: (laughs) It's for sure gotten, you know, we didn't have kids. Daniel had his kid three years ago. So, yeah, my first daughter's,
4: you know, just over three now. So,
2: without the kids, it was for sure we were a little bit easier. It's the life thing (laughs) with the
4: (laughs) girlfriend, wives,
2: and then the kids now. I just had my kids uh, two months old, so I'm good now jumping to the to the dad's gang, status, <laughs> and It's like yeah, it's uh, it's getting harder. Uh, thank God throughout the years of the um, of growing so long and just the how we know the plants and the climate out here. The plants are most of the time grow themselves pretty dang good. There's only a few hours we have to put in at the right time, um, you know, throughout the week for everything to really keep ripping. Harvest is just crazy. But we have techniques <laughs> to get it done fast. And then at least it's dry. We could worry about it slower. We're not in a rush anymore as long as it's out inside and dry. And we could take our time debranching and getting it to the trimmers and whoever, whatever's going to happen. Everything's so trippy now with the gardens being bigger and with the legalization. It's just, it's a huge process now at the end of the year. Oh, yeah. It can be a huge process. We do, we skip a lot of. A lot of details with metric we just do the real basic what they kind of need to know and everything else kind of is natural you don't have to <laughs> we don't <laughs> keep track of branches that are coming down or we don't pull leaves you know so we don't have to weigh like our leaves that we're pulling off and all this crap we try to just make everything as really smooth and and
4: easy as possible with the garden Yep, and That'd like really they you said know, you do what you love and like we really love plants we love farming and growing so like even though when the game gets so rough at times and it's such a shitty you know situation on one side of it like we just love the garden so much and it brings us such good vibes and positivity to just growing plants and especially with our own genetics like it brings it to a whole nother level of watching our our babies grow you know and seeing how they perform and like it's so cool that we create this and now we get to find new phenos you know pheno hunting for us is so fun so it, we try to make it like, even though it is a lot of work, like we have a lot of fun when we're in the garden working. Like we don't, we're not out there like pissed off. Like, oh man, I gotta do this. I gotta do this. It's like sometimes it's frustrating or it's overwhelming because when we got the big plants are hard to take care of for sure. Like the other day, we were just putting on the next round of caging and it, s- slamming in poles and doing all this. It's like, all right, yep, we had to do this to ourselves. <laughs> yeah, to well, you're by, why are we keep talking like, why do we do this to ourselves? Like, we're we're. You know, there's not a lot of
2: permanent gardens out here growing giant plants because the you can grow unlimited plants. So you, well, the whole reason we started growing big plants was because we could only do 25, and now you could do a million if you wanted to in a 10,000 square foot garden or whatever. So it's crazy. We're going against the grain still. It's just so fun to see these seeds. And we like I was saying before, we didn't try to get them to be trees this year. We wanted them to be like five or six pound plants, maybe like like a nice average of a a medium-sized tree to us, or like a seed start would be like six pounds. And they're they're like, they're as big as some of the plants we've ever grown. They're going to be, some of them are going to be as big as any plants we've grown. Like, I don't know. It's very, there's only a few plants that have really shined that are like bigger than the other ones. There's a, a lot of years when they get big, they're all very close to the same size. So it's hard to judge what the biggest plant we've ever grown kind of is. But this year guaranteed our project powers that are in the big mounds, are humongous and they're just like barely starting to flower so it's outrageous what they're going to do um the cages like we just put on are 25 foot long cage to do a circle so it's like we have to cut this long ass roll of cage and then roll it up walk in the garden and then unravel the huge thing put the stakes in and then we raise the cage up off the ground so we can get under the plant and get to the stalk for cleaning and and if you put it on the ground it's just kind of a lot of cage wasted because where branches aren't going to be also so raise that giant cage up and then also like we're gonna have to trellis it too so now the cages are like 12 feet tall like tw- <laughs> you know 15 feet wide when we're gonna have to put three rows of trellis to connect it because the trellises are only you know, six foot long or whatever six foot wide so they're not really wide enough for our plants so we have to connect them with green tape in between it's like oh, man why do we keep growing trees it's so <laughs> fucking funny but it's <laughs> like why you can't growing these small small plants like we have a patch in the garden that is um all clones and they're going to be like three pounders it's like a perfect size plant for controlling and it's what the average person would do out here chest high little bushes but you have to start them so late and it's like it's it just seems weird still for us to wait so long not put our plants out in spring and not have anything started in the beginning of the year and just wait around for two months to start our clones or start our plants and
4: stuff, but it's we have to start kind of doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Manic- it's definitely
3: workload, you
4: know. Definitely getting harder and harder to juggle everything that we're doing in between life stuff and like with the music things, you know, being like going out on tour and hitting the road and doing shows. Like, you know, we we took a little pause, like we did for me, and then we took a pause for Bleezy when he had his baby. So we're about to be going back on the road, but it's always trippy trying to schedule things in between plant work and then going out on the road being gone come back take care of plants family time all the stuff together and then trying to get in the studio and make new music and write songs and get ready for the next project it's it's a lot it's a handful for sure yeah because with like doing 50 you know we've always
2: kind of ended up doing 50% weed 50% music like if we stopped doing music and did all the farm stuff. We always wondered, like, what would that be like? Or if we stopped growing weed, did only music. What could we do in music if we were 100% committed to it? And then <clears throat> we've always looked at famous people and different uh, musicians and stuff and how much they, they have to go on the road and miss their family. And they always regret it. You see them when they're older. They always m- wish they didn't go out trying to make money all the time and be famous or whatever it is. Like, family so important. So... Like we have to to do like half family now and then like a quarter music quarter garden or something. It's it's going to be interesting for these first couple of years at least while they're little. Well, so the kind of, of work
0: life balance. No one ever mentions passion between you, feeding the kids, feeding your dreams, man. It's uh it is it's a balance and you know yeah. it's like you guys you guys are wearing it well. You know, um, four of the five of us here are dads. Um, so Chris's we, we cat, get it. Cat. You know, calm down. It, no, yeah, no, we no, get it.
1: <laughs> we a cat dad. We got a cat dad. Yeah, to
2: I <laughs> yeah, took a long time till I just had mine. I, I didn't want to have a kid too fast. I wanted to wait a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. good for you. Yeah, yeah. makes sense. I'm. I, I'm getting, I was starting to get old though. Everyone's like, "Damn, you're gonna be an old ass dad." Good <laughs>
3: <laughs> Hey, it's your grandpa. Be like, oh,
2: gotta <laughs> Yeah, <you." laughs> <I'm>, uh, <laughs> uh, stay healthy. Keep smoking. <laughs> healthy
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> working in the garden
0: exactly the, the problem with today is that we have children having children so late dads are it is not a bad thing you know you gotta yeah find it's a lot different than the average yeah for
3: sure for sure chris you we were gonna say the, something there was oh. somebody in the chat who had a question earlier that was one that was on my mind as well it was actually a pretty creative name uh no fucking names left over here on twitch Said, when growing plants that large, uh, what's the steps that are necessary to make sure the harvest comes out with the least issues, like pest problems, mold, and how much of the part does it connect to the strain or cultivar in that process?
1: Yeah,
4: Yeah, well, it definitely connects a lot to the strain, for sure. Like, we we try, like, that's why it's hard sometimes growing new genetics up on the farms and, like, trying to put a lot of faith into new things, because we don't know how it's going to perform outside, because we've grown stuff that at the end was, you know, horrible, had a lot of problems like powder mildew or a lot of bud rot. Um, so it's all depends on, you know, weeding out and picking the right strains for sure to make sure you don't have that many problems at the end. And then doing just that, always keeping up on maintenance on cleaning the plant and like making sure that it doesn't get any problems like early ahead and just staying on top of it with everything from predator bugs to any kind of sprays or teas that we're trying to help you know get rid of or keep certain bugs off the plants so it's a there's a lot that comes into it um it and the season like it every year is different like because you know we're we're outdoor growers so we're with mother nature like sometimes end of the year harvest can be dry as hell and it could be sunny the whole time through harvest and no having I mean, up a lot of dry days or sometimes it, most of the time the rain comes right at the worst time and it's just buds the plants are getting soaked Shit's falling it's getting crazy that's why it's really important to have genetics that you know are going to be able to withstand that kind of uh, beating up and like weather the storm yeah and
2: then like yeah so it's like a lot of uh, caging and support so we can keep our plants up straight and, and and nice and wide and spread evenly and stuff so they're not cramming in different spots or when they do start to get buds as they start to fall they're not like a bunch smashing into one section that starts to cause uh, mostly mold problems and stuff. The bugs have been a problem, you know, If bugs used to, when we first started growing, it was, we never sprayed anything. We never talked to, we never knew about predator bugs. We didn't even think about bugs. Really. There was spider mites after the first couple years of growing. And that was like a huge problem for everyone. And, and now, for the last few years with the broad mites, the russet mites, and the aphids, it's like outrageous. Just the aphids alone the last like two or three years they started. They used to never be on the buds. They're maybe there in the beginning of the year, but now it's these aphids that are all these new one hemp aphids or whatever that are flying down from <laughs> in the current. Like these aphids, I guess, fly in the current with the storms and come down different places. They can float in the air for days, and uh, there's some crazy shit going on to where they spread so fast and now they're everywhere and and it's a huge problem the aphids are just very they're so easy to kill but they just multiply so fast and it's they're worse i'd say than spider mites and broad mites and mites are i'd say the worst especially when they get bad um but the, pre- the predator mites really seem to work really good on them and if you can start your plant fresh and keep it clean with sprays we use plant therapy a lot and it works pretty good but it doesn't it's not really potent enough to kill a bad infestation on things so you got to do a little bit of double whammy with the predator bugs and the sprays and the teas really help a lot also to just not have to spray with insecticides and stuff the teas alone can keep your plant clean and, and even just like with the aphids you know, spray the bugs off you know what I mean It's sometimes but it's so much spraying to do and you're going through hours and hours to spray these plants and we have a cool sprayer now but it still takes a long time um, it's just, it, the timing is the main thing that we've noticed throughout all these years and stuff. And we talk to people is just, if you can stay on your timing and have a real specific regimen and you're not falling behind on bugs also and everything on the plant, but mostly bugs and stuff is, if you just are good on timing, popping your bugs yeah. every couple of weeks, spraying, you know, very few mm-hmm. times in between that, if you have to.
3: just that routine, man. Like you guys now... You know, you were just in Michigan recently. I saw a flyer actually. Uh, there was an event you guys were performing at, headlining, which was pretty cool. Congrats on that!
4: Yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was
3: awesome. <laughs> the traveling as you're changing everything, nothing static in life. It's all dynamic and it changes. The only thing that's been consistent, obviously, is going to be essentially your your gardening. You know, because you guys get your process and your system down now. With as the kids are, are getting older and things are changing and the touring. Does it make you ever think about changing up the process of like even your watering of maybe trying to get like a drip irrigation or anything to automate that, that outdoor process? Or are you thinking just keeping it the same process? In uh, we're, to yeah, that
2: we're always for sure learning things throughout the years, especially <clears throat> and we really pick up on things to make things easier these days. But we do have full irrigation. We have to do some hand water in here and there, but everything gets watered on the irrigation. So it does. It's a huge, huge amount of time saved with that for sure without if, if we had to hand water everything we'd we'd have to pay someone a full it'd be like a full 12 hour a day job you never have a uh,
4: whole
3: crew for that yeah that's what i was thinking initially because oh, i see it set up there now yeah so that's, we, we started, we
2: have, um, uh, that's actually that's a new one yeah we had a, a whole new setup we put in this year because it's brand new to us that spot and it's working really fucking good it's actually just on gravity um the tanks are high enough to where the whole Whole garden, all the way to each. There's three different kinds of sections, and they're all work with just gravity. You don't have to have, and there's really no power or battery set up. We just have solar through the day pumping from the well to the tanks, and then there's no power really at night. So everything's really grown like off two solar panels and, <laughs> and gravity.
3: <laughs> Tag or thick ass glass. Use discount code the stash at checkout to get 25% off on any of your pieces, whether it's a water pipe, an oil rig, or Something like a regular hand pipe. They got you covered. Quality build and function is what TAG is all about. When you're looking for a quality piece that you're going to have for years to come, thick-ass glass is the way to go. Now myself, you know I'm not normally a glass guy, but man, when I got this piece, I finally realized I was missing out on quality glass. It's a big difference from stuff that you get overseas that is just not quality made and not going to be something you have long-term versus something like a thick-ass glass piece. So if you're looking to upgrade your smoke game or just get yourself another piece to add to the collection, use discount code The Stash at checkout for ThickAssGlass at ThickAssGlass.com.
1: That's awesome. So there's a decent amount of automation you got going on there. What about harvesting? I got to imagine like that's got to be like super time consuming for you guys. Are you guys like cutting all the plants down in one day and then kind of processing? Are you doing like, you know, scattered harvests? Are you hand trimming or using like one of those, uh, you know, dry batch trimmers or, or like what's how do you guys harvest?
4: Yeah, Um, we've gone through a lot of different ways of doing it, but usually we just kind of, we try to do stuff in sections. We're never taking, we're trying not to take too much at once, and that's why it's nice to, when you really get to figure out strains and know like, oh, this one's going to get picked this week, this one's usually ready the next week, and like, if we can get to that point of staggering things to make it easier, because it takes a lot of time harvesting them, like, especially how we used to do it when the gardens weren't so big. We used to like to pick the branches off and then at least do the big uh, fan leaps. We'd take those off and then go hang dry. These days it's just so time consuming to do that where we're usually just picking branches, usually about like 18 inches to like two feet max. And then just like, we'll take those inside the dry room and hang them like that. So we'll have to do things in sections and try to like it. Once again, it comes down to the weather. If it some things have to come down when they have to come down or you know we can let things go longer than we would normally have to or we we can we have the ability to let it go longer because the weather's treating us good so it, it lets us have a little extra time but oh man it's uh, yeah
2: because we we're very delicate with the buds. so we don't we don't do any machine trimming we we actually for the last since it went legal um we're not even i don't even think we're supposed to still trim on the farm um our dis- we had a distributor who would do all the trimming for us so that is the only way that these big farms have even made sense to us because otherwise we would have to have our own crew and stuff which is doable but do it anything by ourselves now would be impossible for sure so like when we harvest like the last few years working at the it's a 10,000 square foot farm that we've been working at since it went legal and we had one with green shock but then that um that relationship kind of dissolved last year so now this is like a new spot but same square footage but the last uh couple years it's like six weeks straight like you have like Four or five people in the garden harvesting, and we just and each plant's tagged, so we we'll work on one plant till all the tops are taken, work our way down the line till the rooms are filled, and then it's like two days in the one room, and then they switch, so then you're ready to pick more the next two days later, and you're just shuffling and doing an assembly line kind of the, of our setup, the way that we um hang it, dry it, and then take it off, debranch it, and the new stuff comes on the hangers and.
4: So it's just like a
2: slow process. Then, then we got our secondaries too. So we'll do the tops, you know, kind of light on the tops. We won't pick super deep. We'll let, we'll just get really the best of the best. And then the seconds will come in, at least a week, maybe ten days, two weeks later. We'll, like really try to get the seconds picked. So it's just like a with the, with the hanger set up and stuff. It's, <clears throat> and with not deep branching, we can, I mean, not deleafing, we can get a shitload picked in a day. And we can get a lot crammed into a room, so it's really not a huge area that we use either to dry all this stuff at. But it's a it's a very quick process where everything has to happen on time. You can't you can't miss a couple days, and or you and you we run out of space so fast, so we can't pick everything all at once either. So it's just have to do a chunking at a time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you say crazy. not that that not that much space for for to dry but i'm thinking like what like one or two schools a classroom what are you thinking for a dry
2: <laughs> Yeah what's cra- great <laughs> there's a lot of people that have these giant dry rooms and it's like oh my god like we've been doing it just in a in a bedroom size for the initial first dry maybe we had two bedrooms kind of last couple years um all like with closet hanger style just like a, all hangers uh poles all hanging off the wall so we can stack really tight and stuff in the whole bedroom and then it would be like the size of like a bedroom. So we got two of those rooms and then that would go into like a garage size, like a hour big, that would be 40 by 40 or something like that. So it's are they,
0: they're custom for this uh, custom, or we just yeah. tear down and set up each time.
2: Yeah. These ones were at the last couple of years have been uh, tear up, tear up and set down style. The garage is kind of set up and at that spot. This new spot, it's not really set up yet. We still got a nice amount of work to figure out what the hell we're doing.
3: Oh yeah, I, I could definitely see a, a Mendo consultation down the road, going around and helping these other people who have a passion who just don't have the the process. You know what I'm saying? You'd be like the Marcus Simonis of of outdoor growing and popping. in and be like, bit 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 bit.
1: <laughs> you know
3: what I'm saying? Get your fee, of course, but you got a patented process. You know, it's your guys' way to do it, and and I love the fact that it's the authenticity of been there in the trenches. You know, and the, that's what this industry's missing is the people who really have been in this shit, you know? So yeah, yeah, in fact, you sure. guys are doing it, man. Mad, mad respect.
2: Yeah. We appreciate that. It's, yeah, thank it's you. there's so many people out here that we've learned from and different elders. Um, and then like, uh, you know, a lot of people that are older than us, they've been growing for a long time that are, they're screwed now. They're not going to be able to compete in this game anymore. And it's, they have really good quality herb, but there's so much more to it now. And it's not easy to, for these legends and these real, um, you know, real people that have been doing it to, be in the game it's so much new people coming in and there's just very few
4: people that used to be around that are still around it's such a trippy weed business now where things have changed so much and you have to do so much to even try to survive where it's like so much of the ogs and the elders you know they just they're they're farmers you know that's what their specialty is they don't do all that other shit they don't know how to keep track of this or do this and do it they have their way of doing it and they produce really good stuff but the way the game has changed is just kind of pushing those kind of people out of the way and just not making it doable for them anymore so yeah and I,
0: that kind of that kind of system has no longevity you know and i think you're seeing it uh i, I at least here in canada we the biggest cannabis producer in the world what used to be known as tweed but now it's known as canopy growth is is dying is dying and it's because you've got a bunch of people that don't even smoke weed let alone have any ear to the streets or to the garden, if you will, to, to how to sustain a plant and sustain a garden. And I think we will see a transition, you know, between you know, what we have right now where you have a bunch of, I, I hate using the words Chads and Brads because, you know, there's like a lot of good Chads and Brads out there, I'm telling you. Um, kind of kinda like the good Karens, hey? Poor Karens. Yeah, Karens. Nice Karen. anyway, <laughs> <not an asshole. laughs> you, you know, like, her name's Karen. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I didn't come up with this, uh, but, you know, it's, it, that's the problem we have is these people aren't in the industry. They're just in control of it, you know, and that's frustrating. But there is that transition, you know, and that's where I kind of see, you know, uh, the, the us, you know, uh, I, not, not to speak too highly, but it's like you guys, uh, you know, breaking out of the, 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 the stereotypical stoner, farmer view to more of being entertainers, to a world stage, uh, being artists, being men, being fathers, and I think that's okay. And I think that's you know that's where we start to see that you know our industry is actually full of human beings. We yeah. they, we are real people, and you guys are uh, you know I play a huge portion of that because of what you're doing. So you know the farmers and the OGs and the elders that have been in this, you know, I, I, they aren't looking at what we're doing and some of them are but I, you know they're so focused because it's it's done them so wrong i can't blame them but you know it's like we are standing on their backs you know th- for those that have put down a path before us and it's key, it, it's important for us to recognize that and there yeah. will be a transition you know where we will take back our industry for lack of a better words yeah yeah, yeah. that's dope It's happening, man. I'm
3: seeing it in Michigan. It's absolutely happened. I just got in with a company who's a good craft grow, larger craft grow and vertically integrated. And like the whole mentality was following the shitty blueprint of what has been done in California, Colorado, Washington, everywhere. It's just like put out high THC, pretty bud and have a ton of it and then make it as cheap as you can. And it's like that. The simple process of our community is dank bud. That's enjoyable experience and affordable price. Boom. It's it's really fucking simple. So it's like if more <laughs> of us get involved in this community, we could literally pivot and change so that way the OGs want to get involved. And they feel like, damn, all right, here's an opportunity. I'll go take that job for 100 a year and be their head gardener and run all this shit and have all the the control and input because I know the weed. But we've yep. got this weird stigma amongst a lot of us where because if we don't have a degree in botany, or we don't have this or that. It's like hop over on the Instagram and you go check out some Mendo Boys plants. You can see uh, there's, there's your fucking degree right there.
4: It's like, we ain't got no degrees and no body. (laughs) We just, we're hands on. We learn from OGs around us and and experimented and trial and error and went through it and figured out what worked for us and how to do things. And the more we can stay all, like you're saying, united and build up where we get a chance to actually keep things going and like get in a, a position that allows us to help legends and people that might not be able to do it themselves. But if we could give them a hand to, be a part in this game still like you're saying and still be involved in it they help pave this way and if we can make it to a point where we could still carry them along with us and keep it going then that's that's amazing
3: so i'm saying we'll pioneer a new area you know what i'm saying and it it makes it so like because again i remember back in the day when we used to look at the dispo weed as the best that was like people drive all the way to detroit from where i live to go get the dispensary shit but caregivers also supplied smoke for the dispensary so it was just this fire shit and it's like well these people are still around they just have a yeah. nasty taste in their mouth about all these motherfuckers so when we have the the people like yourself who again now you're getting now you're traveling with your music so you're bringing your your passion for the plant with you everywhere and it inspires another person to look at how that perception is and how that process is and that's how we can shape this shit It's lead by example you know mm-hmm. you guys are doing a hell of a job like when it comes to outdoor growing i can't think of anybody else to come represent that shit better right now in my opinion fuck yeah um, we- tell me
0: you guys are still using a stock as a microphone stand yes oh yeah a collection of them
4: got like four (laughs) four different ones and this year growing another one too definitely wanted you know it's fun doing like we said you know we love growing plants like here at my house in the little personal grow just got six plants or five now Just like small plants not even tripping on like getting that much and like one of them i wanted to just have fun and create another mic stand so you know it's so funny to grow a plant just to chop everything off, it only leave a top bundle. Like it's not even about the flower, you know. It's about the stock. <laughs> like I'm just growing it to make a weed stock to use as a mic stand. Like so, we definitely have a nice selection of them now. They're, they're so cool. I love being able to bring them out and like just being like you can feel the energy, you know, holding the stock. Like when and when we go around shows and and are able to bring it with us, and people get to actually see it in real life, and they like holding it like this is a real stock oh my god there's been a bunch of times where people
2: are holding it after the show just admiring it (laughs) oh i can't take a picture (laughs) with this this is
3: insane i kind of need to rent that shit every cannabis cup all fifty thousand a year that they do should be the guy up front should be holding on the goddamn stock like that'd be so cool man i know
4: yeah (laughs) it's like
3: straight connected to the plant it's cool
4: that we were able to like just come up with that idea and bring it to life and then and run with it and and, like make it so cool and perfect it and like we you know, the style that we do it and, like, definitely no one else has ever done that. And, like, we thought how cool it would be to maybe start, like, gifting some of these stocks to, like, big artists that we're, like, inspired or motivated by, like, to come out and see them out a show and be like, you know, we brought this gift for you, something that we grew from seed. This is, like, made specifically for you. Like, cool shit like that that we can start doing to just keep spreading stuff and just, like, showing, showing people what can happen with it and, like, just expanding it.
3: That's so what I'm saying, man. Once you get to a point of comfort, uh, stability, financially, you emotionally, your family, and all that shit, that, that's real wealth is when you can spread your passion and inspire other people and help them get to the point of how you feel and like, give the, the skill set that you have to the next person, like pass the baton, so to speak, yep. and see see what happens with it. Give them the blunt. Let them run with it. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, man. Really cool. Love it. Yeah. It's that's a feel-good really cool. thing, man. It's hard to do. And you guys with the the outdoor process, it's like... There's a lot of people who, even in Michigan, I know tons of people who are like, oh, I grow like Mendo Boys style shit. I'm like, oh, like they l- will literally reference you guys as a grow style. Yeah, you know for sure. Saying? Yeah. It's like, like it's- people will say like DWC this and that, and, like they'll say Mendo Boys. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <shit.">
4: <laughs> I know. It yeah. uh, trips us so out. It's so cool. Like we, you know, we get messages from people like all around the world, you know, and crazy different countries. They'll send us pictures like, check it out. I'm growing Mendo Dope style. And it's like, it looks like a little, it's like, a it's <laughs> like, real time. Like, it's so cool to see like how much like that we've been able to like educate and put out there. Like, and sometimes it goes over our head cause we do it so much where we don't even know how much of an impact it is. And then we see people and we get messages from people that are like, you guys don't understand how much you changed. Like everything for me of like how much I was struggling to how much I've learned from watching these videos to now I can produce my own medicine, like so clean. And I can like the people that they're able to help, like people that are helping their, their family members with this stuff. And like, it's so cool that we've been able to do that and like reach crazy places like around the world and see this impact and see it continually growing, you know, our, like these roots are growing, growing around the world, like all the time, the culture keeps growing. And we're so thankful for all the support that we've got over the years and to keep doing this and keep standing our ground. Like we've been saying and trying to survive and stick around in this game, even though it's so hard that we have, like it's our, we're just really trying, you know, it's it's a must for us to really keep some real shit going.
1: Yeah, you talked earlier about how there's a lot of changes happening, you know, you're pivoting laws. I got to imagine with all the laws that are changing, you got to pivot that way, right? You got to keep up with it. We had a question a little bit earlier in the Twitch chat, which I thought would be good to bring up right now. For those of you that are tuning in on YouTube, we're actually recording this live on Twitch. So join us, twitch.tv slash Podcast. Every Thursday we're recording these. So come join us sometimes. But the question was, I know you guys are in California. What county has the best grow laws? Uh,
2: there's, you know, it's, there's a lot of law stuff that we don't dig into as much as we should. We've known for the last few years we should probably get more political. And we still just can't get all the way into like researching and staying up to date with stuff. Also, partly because the change is so fast. It's so frustrating. When you're trying to do something, the next thing you know, it's not—it's everything's changed again. So there's there's certain counties I'd say that are like the best for the corporate, or where you can grow unlimited, like they have in down south and Santa Barbara and these other places. They have you know like that glasshouse company. I don't know if you know that glasshouse company is a 5.5 million square foot fucking garden they have. 5.5 million square foot of greenhouses, all these little weird greenhouses in the desert to the brim of. <laughs> crap we
3: mids I yeah. Sense, yeah i knew it i knew it
2: they have that much square footage and then you know up here in mendo we are limited to a ten thousand square foot because their goal was trying to keep us mom and pops alive and stuff and that just failed when everyone else can do acres and we can't and we don't and we don't even want to do acres in the first place but you can't really compete anymore when people have that any kind of acreage let alone 5 million acres <laughs> it doesn't make sense what they're gonna do even if they grew hemp you know they could make uh so many houses and they can make a spaceship with that much freaking weed stock like,
3: sense. What they're doing. the more um, we've been getting into this industry and behind the scenes with companies and commercial grows the more like my perception was everybody's evil chad's this piece of shit whose dad's giving him money and he's just doing blow in the back with hookers like that was my thought right and then like i get to meet more of these people and i'm like they are just so naive they thought this was like crypto like they're going to get into it they had some money to invest and they they're getting swindled by all these these people who know the the vernacular they got the the words yes very and they'll say good they get them in this position yep. and they they fuck it up for the guys like us the guys and gals who are authentic and want to do it because we're not going to go scream and beat our chests how good we are you know yes. it's like and and then we're overlooked by the time we get into that position it's like i've used the analogy before it's like trying to get in a relationship with someone who's had bad exes and you're like i'm not gonna cheat i'm a good guy like it's hard to you know and now this industry from california to here to canada it's like there's opportunity but it's so much harder we don't have this endless budget like everyone used to have we don't have the five million fucking acres and shit because people have (laughs) abused this and they've ruined their inventory and they've ruined their investment so now it's like yeah, pivot. And it's really helping for the craft growers because it's like, all right, well, now I've got the killer product that'll still sell for that price that TV's saying it yeah. can't sell that's for. Still where you're at. Where
2: this so like, I'm gonna
3: still it. kill it now.
2: Hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. I saw a
3: meme that it's like craft growers. There was a guy who did all this gold on and gold teeth and shit. Is it said, craft growers in five years? And you know, all I'm just stunned. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's gonna be. Once people realize there's good cannabis out there. You know, they're done with the Bud Light. They actually find some good shit and that's, it's going to happen, man. It's just the, the egos hold it back because a lot of us don't have egos and we're humble. And then the big ego people are so loud that, you know, the, the vocal minority that they're the ones that get most of the customers and the people. And they think this is the standard of stuff. High THC, purple weed, all this. I'm like, no, what about the quality and the experience? What happened to that? You know, it's going to come out there more.
0: It's the Bilzerian weed the bilzerian yeah. <laughs> industry you know Very what i mean Where it's like i can grow a really nice beard i can i can have really good looking women but my weed sucks bro oh, and I can, yeah. you know but, but I can tell you it's the best and look
4: at what i'm doing here look at what hey, i got look. i've never seen
0: a company get <laughs> look at my weed yeah <laughs> yeah these two uh, yeah.
2: more hate than any company i've ever seen in the weed game no way there would any comment any comment section he's ever had is 90 percent hey it's so crazy it's it's insane how, like, and weed's the most opposite thing for that guy, huh? It's like, uh, you want to be the weed guy. It's like the opposite of who you are. It's so crazy to see, like, and it's so cool to see that what weed does to people, and it makes you think for yourself. It makes you see the real in life and enjoy, um, you know, like, the the earth instead of just, like, fakeness and what humans create with money schemes and all this stuff. And um, it's like weed will eventually change everyone to people like how we all are where you you can see through the bullshit it's not like alcohol that makes you drunk and you don't you can't learn from it you know what i mean like everyone that's smoking and the more people that smoke it takes them a couple years but they're going to start to realize what's good and they're going to see the companies they don't want to support and that's why branding so huge and we've known for so long that we have to have a name we can't just sell weed with no name on it we have to like our name behind it and be brave enough to say this is our weed this is how it's 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 our like this is uh you know how it's going to be and this is something you can remember like come back to this is how it is um it's so many people out here never had a brand and stuff and all the new the new game is for the last quite a few years it's all brand everything and everyone's so much better at it than we people used to be we're all hip now and a lot of people are Learn fast, but not like these big companies have been for so long. Well,
3: I think the big problem is a lot of these good brands don't have good weed, and then a lot of the good weed doesn't have a good brand. So it's this like middle very tough.
0: That's what I was gonna say. You know that Bilzerian experience. So he's kind of the epitome of you know our industry. You know, if you've got the flashy beard, God, I'm jealous if you can't tell. <laughs> if you've got the flashy beard and you got the good looking billboards and the naked women, it, it'll sell. It'll 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 thrive for a minute yeah you know what I mean, but it will peter out. you know you need good weed, but on the other side you've got you've got the old schools. you've got guys selling weed in plastic baggies in a dungy, dingy basement with <laughs> shit all over their coffee table. There does need to be a happy medium. You know what I mean? There does need to be some presentation. There Uh needs to be branding. It just doesn't need to be nudity and it shouldn't be in mama's basement. You know, it does need, there's got to be a happy medium. So, and I think that's, that's what's happening. You know, that's that, that, that Bilzerian or that Ignite analogy. It's like, yeah, the flashiness will sell at the beginning, but the longevity of it doesn't stand a chance because we want good You said it, good experience dank weed at an affordable price. We're not asking for much, man. You know, don't give yeah. me I much mean, more. That's Just the equation for money. success in this space. Just let people know about it. Then,
3: once if you can't get it out there, then you're fucked. But let people know. Otherwise, it's not hard. Good weed, good price. Yeah. Good yeah, and that's
2: what sucks right now. Is like there's a weird time transition of the way things have happened for the last since it went legal here in Cali. Of like the real people have real stuff but these big dudes are taking up so much market space for a bit that when they take the shelf space and when they have more money to waste on things it's so hard to to come up so it's like you gotta you gotta be smart and pivot and do tricks or make money doing something else just you know not rely only on your weed sales to survive for a bit because it's not easy to get into certain clubs when they're all full of these companies already and the, These days too, like there's certain big distributors out here that will work with the biggest people. So then, when they go to a club, they have like sixty companies they represent. So now it's like for a small dude who just is his own distributor to get in there is going to be a lot harder now. It's, It's like these other companies are selling; they're filling the club up easier, faster, and everything's super efficient when it comes to the business. But there's a lot of crap products. But the the club has to have something on their shelf. That's the problem. That's so weird too. Like for us out here, like the the clubs don't have enough super fire weed from the people who used to be in the game in two fifteen. So they have to have crap on their shelf, even if they don't really want to support this dude. It, their shelves are empty. And so it's yeah. a weird twenty two that you it's a this in between time is really trippy. And we knew it was going to be weird. and We didn't think legalization was going to be good for anyone, but we knew besides like the world it, it everything has to be legalized it's one step towards um you know it not being a bad stigma and we being just normalized you know so that's huge but but it's a bad for business <laughs> yeah
1: but i think we're in a, we're in,
0: we're in a good time right now you know I, I i i think it's important for us to see the silver lining you know because i think you're right it is a weird time but the people before us were in a dangerous time yes. you know so so, so, in fairness, it's like, I'll take weird, but, but uh, we got to keep fighting. You know, we got to yeah. keep pushing because it's not right yet. It's not, it's not good. It's wow. still a lot of uncertainty and uncomfortableness in terms of just regulation and pricing and who's in charge and who's getting forgotten about. And, and just the, the weed, the the wrong green is influencing the weed, you know, so, or the weed industry, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, I, I'll take weird over dangerous or tough, rough, but, uh, yeah. but a lot of work still for yeah. sure. Yeah,
2: it's um, it is. you guys are doing a good job on spreading the knowledge too. It's, it's so much of us just so much knowledge to spread to the average person that doesn't know yet.
1: All about
0: diversifying now. You kind of said it right. You can't put all your eggs in that one basket. It's about diversifying. We got we all have a message to tell, man. You you diver- diversified your message to music. You know, y- you're an artist. You just t- you chose a different avenue to. to to, to spread your word. And that's, and that's incredible. You know, we've done the same thing, you know? And I think that's kind of the the, the moral of the story is, is that you, you can't really rely on the weed alone to, to, to get you somewhere. You know, you, you have to make it happen. It's just find your light, you know, where is it? That's, that's really what you gotta, you gotta answer.
2: Yep.
3: Facts, facts, man. We got uh, just a little bit of time. This is probably the record longest episode, maybe one of them. Great fucking happy! Well, I feel like I can chat with you guys, you guys all the time. Do thirty
2: minutes or an hour?
3: Normally thirty, then we smoke for like thirty, but we've been going longer. But it's like I smoked the whole time. But um, <laughs> yeah, like
2: I was saying, our setup isn't isn't nice, so we can't smoke. We always itching like after an hour, like damn, it would be nice if we had oh, a setup. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so
3: it's like definitely. There's, there's some questions we have in the chat. I, we always talk about part twos. I fucking love it because there's other areas of what you guys are doing that I'd like to dive more into. Because again, on the entertainment side of being able to mix. I feel like cannabis and music have always coexisted. Yes, yes. To be n- not as many people. Otherwise, the, the ones you've mentioned, like again, Cypress Hill, Cottonmouth Kings, Devin the Dude comes to mind. Kind of Wiz Khalifa, but this there's not Redman. Yeah, yeah, Red Man Red Man Man yeah but oh. like they're full. I'd say most of them are custies. You know what I'm saying? As like, there's not much of us, us growers, that really yeah. represents this space. There was some in Cottonmouth Kings, but not like. Like you guys are fucking growers, straight farmers. So like the music, people like to have relatable things with music, especially. And that's hard to find. And with like grower music, that's fucking nuts. So to transition, <laughs> I think we definitely should have a part to even getting in, diving into that. But yeah, just to see yeah. where you can take, again, the commonality of the plant and evolve to the next level and, and take the, just the bond of people. And that's going to get the attention first. And then when they see those other layers of talent and, and passion and expression, That's what. That's the next level of shit. That's really where you take it to, that real wealth, in my opinion. Not even the money. That that's the byproduct, but the real wealth of like, man, that shit. Home, I impacted people. Fucking feel good. I live good. Like, yeah, living the dream, baby. Sometimes it's peaks and valleys, but it's happening.
2: Yeah, it's very cool (laughs) for sure. It's a lot of cool stuff in life. It's cool to see. Like, it is true. Like, you can do almost whatever you want to do. You just have to really bust out.
3: Perseverance and push through the shit, man. You guys in California, it's like. We in in America, especially in Michigan, we've mapped every bit of every dynamic of this market, pretty much as the forefathers the people started as California, and it, it's crazy where you see when you go down there the evolution now concentrates in the community and how so many of the growers are kind of like I wouldn't say segregated, but they're not in the scene versus what people think is the scene and is the real community and is the real people. So, like to get into the uh, part two, definitely I think talking even about where you guys are going and giving little promos of uh, when people could link up with you because the story behind the brand and, and who you guys are is like, that's what separates you. And then they can see the plants and it's like, do like, oh. <laughs> you?
2: Yeah, like, okay, yeah. Okay. Now I'm this like,
0: okay. Person. They're telling the <laughs> truth. All right. Yeah. You guys yeah. have got a, uh, a show coming up in August, if I'm not mistaken. Wink was kind of just showing that. Uh, what are you guys doing? What do you guys got coming up? Where can people follow you over the next little while?
4: Um, yeah, uh, for like for all of our tour dates and stuff, you could go visit uh, MendoDopeMusic.com. We have everything posted up there. Uh, we're going to be doing, yeah, we're kicking off. This is like the start back to doing some shows after Blizzi's, Uh, baby's doing nice and healthy and chilling now. So we got a little local show right here in our hometown, Ukiah, at the Thirsty Axe on the 19th. And then the following weekend, we're out at Lakeport for another show. And then after that, I think we're actually getting ready to be coming back out to Michigan in september oh How uh, for the cure cup so i oh, think cure were, cure? Just really i didn't even yeah, know just locking it in with them right now and i think uh that's we're going to be marlon asher and cottonmouth kings performing at oh. that one
0: might have to I'll make my way down 100%. for that <laughs> one i'll work
3: on your <laughs> you with some interesting lead too
4: <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think it's going to be super fun so i think that's going to be one of the next ones coming up uh besides mm. that yeah on our website we have all the links to everything else um and they can follow us right on our instagram page uh Facebook, we're on there sometimes. YouTube, definitely.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, crazy videos on YouTube. Make sure you guys check that out. Make sure you check that out. Crazy yeah, videos, great cinematography, beautiful gardenery.
4: Everybody oh, yeah, out there who's been supporting us over the years, you know, we find we actually just broke 28 million views on the channel just recently. So, hey, congratulations! Like, over the time of how much stuff has happened with like Instagram pages being deleted and, t- and shutting us down here and shadow banning us here like that we've been able to keep our youtube channel alive through it all and still going even though it's not like they ever gave us too much love and no plaque or no respect yeah YouTube, right now so we're, we're actually what
2: we do yeah but. <laughs> we're in the, I mean, we've been emailing youtube for like i've been emailing for th- three months now about the plaque and they're like looking into it and they say they're, I got they're a homemade really
3: one Shut up and, the and, and, get
2: back to and then they stay in contact really good though they're like just checking, just wanted to say that we're still looking into it. We're da-da-da-da-da. still I'm deciding like, if we want to approve it. They like you all. guys.
0: What's it? Yeah. They've got their little minions going over every single video of yours, trying That's what to determine I, I was, I was
2: always worried about, too, is like how far can, are they going to get mad at certain things or whatever? They but will. like, we've, <laughs> they will. Yeah, <laughs> and we wanted, like, we knew when we oh. get, get the plaque, and then our homie Master Bong said, Weed channels don't get plaques. And yeah. Like,
3: like this kid told me no.
2: Plaques. You have to be a certain channel, and I'm like, well, that's, oh, that's whack. And then I saw recently when I started again a couple months ago was like, a, um, the there's a channel that does like can of cribs or some shit. Um, oh
0: yeah, yeah, oh, brewer- yeah we yeah, but that style,
2: they got a plaque. Did um, they? Oh, I, mean, I
1: think it
2: was that company. It was there's someone just like that, or it was them, and they do like tours on youtube of weed gardens and they had a plaque and i'm like god damn it dude that's worth a try again like
4: it's like it's like you
2: make
3: christian rap and you're trying to get a platinum plaque we just ain't gonna happen they just won't do it like (laughs) it's not even the same genre they fuck us it's crazy i had one of our guys from the community maybe one like 3d printer style once because we're at like 100 and like almost 200 now on cannabis lifestyle Hell they don't yeah. give a fuck about us. It's crazy. Yeah,
4: dude, it's yeah, They so, make us have to do it ourselves to just feel like we did something. <laughs> know, man, yeah.
3: It's like I was telling my kids, like, no, I got, I got a plaque. They're like, Dad, that's fake. I'm like, Is
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> this <laughs> authentic? Did they say, No, fuck that. It's, <laughs> in
0: the mail.
3: it's coming. Like, it's it's,
4: yeah. it's
2: got to be getting closer. We got to be getting closer to to them stop and stop messing with us with like mostly you know the metaverse, the Facebook and Instagram people. They're the worst with it. <laughs>
3: Um, no, yeah. i guess
2: tiktok's maybe the worst they don't want no we're not at all on tiktok at all i know just, <laughs> i started
3: one put up a few videos and they got taken down immediately i was like
2: what? "That's fast there's a couple yeah. people i've seen to get away with it that i've t- put our music in it i'm like how the hell do you get away with that but it's very quick random small small one yeah. that's <laughs> a weird-
0: that's a weirdness we were talking about right it's not prosecution from our government anymore it's yeah. prosecution from big business Right, yes. it's transitioned. It's like, and that's kind of what I was referring to when I said that nobody wants us anyways, because it's a battle, man, and it's a grind when it comes to just just trying to find presence. But yeah. man, we this has been an incredible episode, guys. We could seriously talk to you guys all fucking day, but we are all busy, and I know you guys. We got dads up here and daddy daycare everywhere <laughs> yeah, around here. Crazy, I want to thank you guys, huge, huge thank you on behalf of everyone in the chat for and, coming and out to me, Dick, man. man. For lining this up, he's the bridge between us, man. Shout
3: out to it's B. He's a is a viewer of ours viewer of yours thought it would be cool to to have us collab and some of the bitch it did. And that's how us three met is a viewer linked us up and fuck, you know, years later at this point, these are my homies, business partners like ride or dying. That's, cool. that's
4: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm ready I ready to go I, jump I,
3: somebody for Chris.
4: Like, Get this shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dope. because I like all you guys' stuff that you have going on. I didn't realize you guys had that much stuff out there. I was like, damn, you guys are killing it.
0: Appreciate it, man. You guys, almost just like a here. dozen channels between the three of us. You <laughs> <know>. That's Crazy, <laughs> it's out of yeah, control. But,
1: but seriously, definitely guys- appreciate you guys coming on. This was this was awesome. So thank you guys mm-hmm. for your time. And uh, yeah, hopefully in the future we can come back on and do a part two or something if you guys can uh, free up some more time for us.
2: Yeah, for sure. For we sure. can we can try to do it. Maybe even when we get a couple branches, we can get picked and go. Awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Have, yeah. We'll
2: go on our others. Actually set it up so we can smoke with you guys. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah you right, so? We were in California last month. So yeah we uh next time we yeah, go we, we get around.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Come through yeah, the garden yeah, anytime. anytime you guys are out this way, tap in so we can bring you out to the nice.
0: spot. Appreciate mm. it, guys. Guys, fun fun thank you, you, you so the... much for tuning in today. Thank you for our sponsors for always being there for us. We appreciate you guys on Patreon. Go check out Mendo Dope Boys on their Instagram and Mendodopemusic.com to check out all their tour dates. I got that right? Yes, sir. Sweet, guys. Thank you so much, Twitch. We will see you guys on another one. Peace. Peace.